On today's JMO and Josh and Joe, we have Spooky Season is officially here. Spooky Day. Happy Halloween. Spooky Scary. Spooky Scary. We have a uh, a scary slate of college football because it sucked. Yeah. Yep, it was yep. not it was not very fun. Um we did have a couple of couple of upsets. We had a we had a decent bit to talk about, but mm-hmm. overall college football was was a little slow. A little slow. Um we vamp it up a little bit when we get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Fucking go Saints. Let's fucking go. Who dat? Who dat? Um, it, another thing, we had the trade deadline. Trade de- trade deadline was today. We had a couple of interest, interesting trades that we talk about. Had some good trades. Had some good trades. Um, we briefly, briefly talk about the MLB World Series, which um, I had to remind myself and, and others that it is going on right now. We probably will remind listeners that it's going on. And I'm going to probably have to remind myself uh, next week that it is going on, if it is still going on. Yeah. Um. And then we end off with some NBA talk. NBA is 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 in full force. In full force. There's a great trade, and we talk a little bit about some of the some of the really good teams. And as always, we talk about New Orleans sports. So go Pelicans! All right, let's rock and roll. Welcome to Dan Moore, Justin Joe. It is. Tuesday, October 31st, Halloween. Ooh, spooky scary. Spooky season. Happy Halloween to everybody. Um, Joe, college football kind of sucked this weekend. I'm not going to lie. It was not the greatest college football weekend. We have one, one you can, I guess, say two upsets. Two upsets, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it was just a... And I'm not even saying that because LSU had a, uh, had a, a bye week. I'm saying that just because it was just kind of a... A dull weekend. Yeah, like, wasn't too, too exciting. Um, the ACC's fucked up. The ACC is so overrated. We'll it's talk overrated. About that. Um, overrated. You know what's we, not overrated is our uh, our costumes here. Our costumes, costumes are not are overrated. Not Ricky yes. Bobby. Ricky Bobby right here. That's a um, timeless classic right there. You're not there. first, you're last. I got, I got Big Red right there. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe, you are... Uh, I went with the Travis Kelsey route. So being you, in a relationship, this was definitely the best compromise uh, for any... Yeah, and probably there's going to be a lot of uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift's costumes. There's going to be tons of them. Yeah, because this helped me avoid going over like the really like girly cutesy couple you know, type of costumes. This, so this was able to I was get my football in, and then she gets her, her Swifty in. But, yeah, she's, look, I'm in a relationship now. She's a wonderful girlfriend. She's very supportive. So she was supportive of she, our costume. She she listens to this podcast, doesn't she? Yes, yes, she does. Okay, all right. Yeah, I see. Okay. All right, there we go. Well, we figured that one out. Okay, cool. Well, good. Good for your girlfriend and, uh, and yourself going as Swift and... Uh, and Kelsey. Yep. Maybe you'll perform better when the, tonight at the party when she's uh while she's there. That's true. That's it, true. You know, apparently, dude, you can bust out dance moves and everything because yeah, you Travis Kelsey performs well with uh with Taylor Swift in attendance. So. Yeah, I like your thinking. Good deal. All right, I'll uh, keep that in mind whenever you're hammered and trying to dance. <laughs> It'll be good. Anyways, let's get to uh let's get to our college football slate again. Kind of a bad weekend, but let's get started on a good note. To start on a good note, Kansas upsets Oklahoma. Lance Leopold, my boy, you did it. Ah, two years ago, beats Texas and now pulls off the Oklahoma upset. Who did he? He almost beat Texas last weekend, right? Or who? Who did Kansas almost beat? Kansas was really close 
either last weekend or the weekend before to somebody. I don't remember who it was. But they, they're at least playing competitive ball now. Yeah. Yep. They are very much in the, in the race as far as each game. With like they, the lack of talent that they have, I think, yes, they are in. Oh, yeah. They, well, no, they got trounced by Texas. Um, they beat UCF. They barely lost to Oklahoma State. Then they had the bye and then Oklahoma. Okay, mm-hmm. so, yeah. They started off 4-0. So, I mean, hell, they're 6-2. and I don't know. They're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat, and they're they're beating Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma. Like I like Dylan Gabriel's done. He, there's no Heisman, no more Heisman talk for him. He's done. Yeah. I, no. I and it, I'm glad. I'm glad to say it because he. I didn't think he was very good to begin with. He's just on a Brent Venables offense that, and an Oklahoma team that has a lot of talent. Yeah, he he had to like obviously the Heisman can take into consideration like close wins, and they actually almost were able to come back on this one. They actually let Kansas score that last touchdown, so they had fifty five seconds left and two timeouts. And then I was wondering why they didn't go over the middle um, when they had a timeout left, and because it ended up being a one play from like the twenty nine yard line. Um, Oklahoma obviously didn't make the touchdown catch. But um, but yeah, I, I he needed he needed to solidify himself in the Heisman by having a game winning drive like that. Yep, Brent Venables maybe bad time management coach. Was that what is that what you're saying? Um, no, not uh, maybe just not bad play call. Yeah, play, bad play call. Like not seeing all your options. Like they tried to go for the uh, sideline. Whenever they had, like, and you know that that came straight from Brent Venables. Yes. So like, tried to go to the sideline, didn't didn't try over the middle when you still had one timeout left. Obviously, you have to score. Right. So like, just tell your tell your teammates, hey, either get out of the sideline or drop down quickly. We have a timeout, and then that would have left, I think, about maybe four or five seconds left. Did on they the clock. Leave, Did they leave a timeout on the field? Le- left a timeout on oh, the field. Oh, that's the worst. You can't cash those in, man. Nope. Can't they don't roll over. You can't take them to heaven with you. So use the timeout. Yeah. That all right, that one's on Brent Venables. Yeah. Good. I knew I didn't like that guy. Other than the fact that he's just Oklahoma's head coach. Uh both teams ran the ball well. That was good to see. Um that's rare for Oklahoma, but yeah, Kansas um, Kansas ran the ball well. They had a pick six to start the scoring in the first quarter. They just beat them plain and simple. I think it was just a, it was all in all just a good game. And like, yeah, I think Gabriel had what an, one interception. They had how many? Tur- they had like two turnovers the whole game, or maybe they threw each had three turnovers. Yeah, it was just it was just a, a good game all around. I mean, the turnovers were you could have done without those, but. But all in all, it was just a, a solid game up and down. Yeah, and a boring weekend. This was definitely the best of them all. Yeah, this was nice. Um, let's see. You got anything else on this one? Uh, that's about it. Um, I think Oklahoma still can make the playoffs. I think they probably still will. Um, they beat Texas. That's a good. It's a solid win. Um, I think if they just went out, they're gonna have to play probably Texas again in the championship game. Which will, if they beat them again, that'll vault them straight to the. Uh, Straight to the playoffs. I have no doubt. Um, let's see. We got NC State versus Clemson. This is the other maybe kind of upset, but I don't know. I think I think Clemson's just not good at football right now. It, it went from like the Clemson dynasty over to like is Dabo in trouble? Yeah, that's what I had written down. Is it time to move on from Dabo? Um, he won't adapt. He won't adapt. Uh, <clears throat> maybe if they if they if he shows Clemson that he will adapt. 
on the in, during this offseason, then maybe. But if he's not going to adapt, he's not going to win. Yeah. It's plain and simple. He's 4-4 four and four right now. They're 500. And just three years ago, this team was, like you said, considered a dynasty. Yeah. And because that's the thing. And the adapt is the key word here because basically – I mean, he hasn't really brought in any of the transfer portals for any of the years that it's been, you know, now that it's actually in college football. And this has been the last couple of classes that he's had for recruiting. So he had 11th uh, last year, not too bad, 14th year before that. But considering the next, the previous two classes, fourth in 2021 and third recruiting class in 2020, are more yeah. reflective of a you know of a dynasty type right. of uh, recruiting class, and if you're not replenishing those 11th and 14th classes with transfer portals, you're in trouble nowadays. Yep, yep. You might as well have been like out of the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I here's the thing. I uh, the reason uh, <clears throat> the reason why it was close is because the, Clemson won on the stat sheet. If you look at the stat sheet, Clemson won this game. Yeah, like it was, it, it was the it was the two turnovers that really killed Clemson, but yeah, it was it was just NC State, NC State baby. Who's a who's the coach over there? Uh, it's uh Dave Dorian, Dave Dorian, or like yeah, Dorian Dave, or Lorian. Dorian. Yeah, I think you're right. No, it, it starts with a D. It's Dave Dorian. I think that's what it is. Because basically, Steve Smith tried to call the NC State out and be like. Oh yeah, they're they're done. Whenever he was making his picks on College Game Day, he was like, "They're done. They're just waiting for basketball." And he's like, "We're not, we're a fucking football school." <laughs> Say this, shove Steve it, Steve Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> Clemson's got to do something because I think their fans got a taste of the good life, and um, they don't want to go back. No, you know, they they don't want to go back. It's like you know when you. Uh, Let's see. I, I I was brought up, you know, we were brought up kind of middle class. Um, I got a little taste of the good life. I had some friends that were really rich, and uh, I don't really want to go back to. I want to go back. No, I like the I like the I like the the way rich people live. You know. I also think they kind of have a a Belichick problem right now. Like Belichick's, like you know, they're not the head coaches like Dabo and Belichick are performing to the standard. Yeah. But at the same time, they have history, so it's like. Do you get rid of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it if it's exactly like Bill Belichick, but <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with you that. You see where I, I'm I, at. I see, I see. Um yeah, anyways, let's see. Miami versus Virginia. Uh Virginia hangover. We had a couple of hangover games. Yeah. A couple of hangover games. This was a hangover game. Virginia coming off a big win against uh UNC. Miami still they still almost beat Miami. This game this game went into overtime. Yep. I, I again, I don't think the ACC is very good. I think it's all overrated, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the ACC. It's so fucking weird. There's gonna be some other games that we cover in this podcast that I just it just doesn't make any fucking sense. No, no, makes no fucking sense. UVA, in my opinion, is one of the hottest worst teams out there. The, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are like playing on fire. Yeah, and it just came out of fucking nowhere. That's what we we talked about this last week. Tony Elliott, man, they got him playing some fucking weird ball. It's mm-hmm. it. I mean, they're two and six, but it just seems like they're just involved in these games and they shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's weird. Um, but yeah, a little bit of a hangover. Um, that's about all I had. Mario Cristobal, he might be on the hot seat, even though he won. He's six and two. Like, 
Maybe. Well, let's put it this way. It's it's, it's heating it's he- heating next year's seat up. Mm-hmm. So like this year we're supposed to show some regression and it's not showing preheating. Preheat. Yeah, it's a preheat right now. Like when you preheat your uh, your oven, yeah. that's a good that's it's a good analogy heated, right there. But you just turn they turn the nozzle. So they yeah. just it if if he keeps going the way it is, it's going to be at 350 400 degrees and nobody's going to turn it down. Yes. Okay. Um Okay, so the oven's preheated for Miami, for Mario Cristobal. Uh, Tony Elliott, love him. Love the guy. My favorite coach right now. Well, no, no. We'll get to another coach that I love right now more than okay. anything. Okay, okay. Um, but anyways, let's get on to Oregon, Utah. Yo, Oregon's still really fucking good. I know they lost to Washington. Again, Kalen DeBoer, love him. He's one of my favorite coaches. Coach in Washington. I think he's uh, he's making Michael Penix Jr. I know, I almost said Penix. Um, I know Michael Penix is really good, but I think Kalen DeBoer is a great, even better of a coach. Um, but he's yeah. a big football guy. Big football guy, love him. Uh, yeah, so um, Oregon pretty much played. If you look at the stat sheet, if you watch the game, they pretty much played a flawless game. Like there wasn't much Kyle Whittingham in, in Utah could do. They were just they were, they were just outmatched. They were. Outgunned and outmatched. Yeah. I, I I do feel like Utah has been riding a little bit of a luck streak, which obviously, like you said, Kyle Whittingham's got to plays a big part in that, um, being a the coach that he is. But it, like Utah kind of got a little bit lucky on with the injuries that they've sustained so far and pl- but playing that the way that they have. They've had some breaks go their way, but yeah, that that was not pre- prevalent in this game at no. all. And I think the people like they looked at Utah in a different light when they beat USC last week, mm-hmm. but I think USC sucks. Yes, yeah. Well, Utah basically they beat USC and nothing else matters now. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. that was their that was basically their Super Bowl. Yep, there you go. That's their Rose Bowl. Their Rose, Rose Bowl. Whatever. Yeah, I know. In in college terms, yes, that's more right. appropriate. Um, but yeah, Dan Laning has Dan definitely had brought the SEC to the Pac-12. Yep, yep. Um, quite literally, especially with like Bo Nix being there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he's got a very experienced Oregon team. They're seven and one. Um, again, they are only losses to that amazing Washington team. So like, at Washington, at Washington, that so should they, be they really could, known. They could they could easily squeak into the playoffs if they win out. Um, easily, I think the Pac-12. Like, I'm not saying they're the they're like the SEC, but they are in the sense that it's they're seeing what it's like to beat up on each other. Yes, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like the SEC, you year in, you're out. You they we beat each other up every single every single week. And the one that came out of that undefeated, which was usually Alabama, uh, early teens, it was LSU coming out. Um, those teams are the ones that went to the playoffs, went to national championship games. So they're st- they're starting to see what it feels like in the Pac-12. Yeah, it's not it's not the yearly dominance that the SEC brings, but it's it's the top tierness that they have they're experiencing this year. Right. Right. So, yeah, Oregon still really good. Very, very good. Um Yeah, I think if they if they play Washington again, I think Oregon wins that game. I I think that's what a lot of people are saying right yeah. now. So, I mean, watch out. Uh let's see. Let's do All right, this is the one I was looking forward to. Duke versus Louisville. I think Louisville's really good. This is the coach I was talking about, Jeff Brom. Jeff yep. Brom he is going to be the new hot name coming up. Uh, maybe not maybe not next offseason, but the, the offseason after that, if Louisville continues this this winning performance, I think he's the up-and-coming guy. Well, you're right, but at the same time, what Louisville's got in their favor is that he's Louisville is his alma, alma mater. 
Oh, so, so he, he might stick. He around might stick yeah. around just because he wants to stay. But um, I don't know. You you get a you get a big big college that flashes that money because like Nick Saban's gonna retire soon. Nick yeah. Saban's gonna retire soon. He's getting up there. He's in his seventies. So like he, he, I mean, he looks good for seventies. And I and honestly, I think he's gonna be like Bear Bryant. I think once he quits coaching football, he's just gonna topple over and die. Um, yeah, just, that's that's just his life as football. We don't we don't want to see it, but at the same time, it's just kind of his nature. Yeah, that's him. Um, so programs like Alabama, they're gonna want some people, or they're they're gonna want some guy, somebody. They're gonna want a hot name. They're gonna want somebody who's I don't know. I, I, Jeff Brom, if he gets enough money thrown to him, I guarantee he he, he flies out of Louisville. Speaking of money. If Texas A&M lets go of Jimbo Fisher, that's another. They also are probably the richest college of like you know college football. Yeah, I think it's like them in Texas, right? Yeah, uh, in just, Alabama, I think Alabama has the has like Alabama and Notre Dame. They both have like old money. They got old money. Old money. Yeah, and boosters that are like eighty nine years old that have millions and millions of dollars that they just the only thing they live for is Alabama and Notre Dame football. Yeah. So, and I think A&M's got that, Texas has that, Oklahoma, I know LSU's got some, you know, this, these major colleges do, but Alabama and Notre Dame, they have, they, they have, they have that old money. Um, but yeah, I love Jeff Brom. I mean, and here's the thing, Mike Elko does, Mike Elko does a decent, decent job at Duke. Again, I think ACC's overrated. So, Dude, like, I mean, Duke's been playing some ball. I, honestly, I was kind of surprised at the lopsidedness of this game. Like zero a 20, points. 23-0. I mean, Jim Leonard also, who is like everything of That's Duke's all, offense. Yeah, they, they, he's the running back. He's the quarterback. If he could play wide receiver and throw it to himself, he'd probably do that. He probably could. But um, at the same time, he is nicked up right now. So he's not 100%. So that that is understandable. But um, let's talk about Louisville. I mean, he's there are second in the ACC, and they've got Virginia Tech, UVA, Miami, and UK, um, Kentucky. They've got a pretty tough schedule coming up. I mean, it's not too tough though. Virginia okay, Tech's right. not bad. You know They're not okay, good. you're you're right. You're right. I'm I'm stuck on Miami being good, Kentucky being competitive. I'm also stuck on uh, UVA being good because they beat UNC. <laughs> the worst uh, worst hot streak team. Yeah. The hottest team. I know, I know. So, like, I'm stuck on that. Again, the ACC is just really fucking with my head. Yes. That's what it is. That's, I think that's, that's what, exactly what it is. The ACC is just fucking with my head. Yes. Louisville should win out. Louisville should win out. They could win out. They probably shouldn't. They, probably, they might lose one game in that four-game stretch. Okay. I think they might lose one, but they could. They could win out. Um, but, yeah, dude, Jeff Brom. Hmm. They look. They beat Notre Dame. Beat Duke. Like they, their only loss was to, um, was it Pittsburgh? I think it they have a. They have I a, think it was Pittsburgh. I think they have a stupid loss. It is Pittsburgh. I think. Yeah, Pat Narduzzi. Out of boy. They although Pittsburgh just got trounced. Yep. Yep. Trounced by I think Georgia Tech. Um. No, not Georgia Tech. No, I thought it was it Notre was Dame. Pittsburgh. It was Notre Dame. Yeah. 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 Fifty-eight-seven. I was like, it wasn't uh, like a bad team. It was a good team, but good team. they got trounced. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, dude, I, uh, this, uh, Jordan guy, this, what's his name, Duarte Jordan, he played well last week, he, uh, ran well, he's running back for Louisville, ran well this week, they got a team, brother, they got a team, man, 7-1, and one. playing some ball, 7-1, and one. at this point, a 7-1 and one record is really good, no matter where you're at, um, Let's see. I think Pittsburgh, though. Oh, remember we were talking about uh, hangover games. Hangover games. I think that Pittsburgh game for Louisville was a hangover game because they beat Notre Dame the, the week before. 
Gotcha. That was a that was a hangover game. So you know you probably nicked up team wise. Hangover game. Uh, let's see. We got Georgia, Florida. I just the only thing I wanted to say was uh, I was a little excited at the beginning when Florida went down and scored. After that, it was just all Georgia. Georgia's fucking rolling. They're they're the best team in the nation. Like they really are. And I think this is gonna be to LSU's advantage because we need Ole Miss to lose multiple games, and we can pretty much write the Georgia game off as a as a a W for Georgia. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yep. Yep. Um. And then we just need Ole Miss to to lose again. And then I need we need Georgia to be undefeated in the to in the SEC championship game, so that if we do get to the SEC championship game and we beat Georgia, that's gonna look great for us being a two loss team. Yes. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta have significant wins on your resume being a two loss team. Right. Especially so Florida State's not. I mean, it's turning out to be a decent decent loss. Like as far as losses go. Now, you don't ever want to count losses as a good thing, but Florida State, they are still undefeated. Like they now yep. they've had some iffy games with some iffy teams, but they're still undefeated. Mm-hmm. So, um and then Ole Miss, I fucking hate Ole Miss. Yeah. I just I feel I fucking hate Ole Miss. I Same hate here. Kevin. I you mean Ole Piss? Ole Piss. Anyways, Georgia, Florida, Florida sucks, Georgia's rolling. That's pretty much all I got on that. Yeah. Uh no Brock Bowers and seems to be no problem for Georgia. No, no. And he's and he's like their best player. Yeah. And um one thing I was just gonna say, I saw Florida was um on fortunate fourth and inches try to get fancy with them. Yeah. With Georgia Georgia's the same way of Alabama. You can't get fancy with them. No. You no. just have to beat them straight up. Yeah. They they play really sound fundamental football, so tricksters don't fucking work against them. Very disciplined football. It's a, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Les Miles days. Like, Les Miles actually played well against Nick Saban and Kirby Smart whenever he was defense coordinator at, right. at Alabama. He played very good against them because... I mean, Les Miles would do trickery on some games, but he never really did it against Alabama. All he did, and honestly, you could predict Les Miles' plays. Yeah. He yeah. would run it up the middle, but he was like, we're just going to run it at you, and we're going to try to be tougher than you, which is the reason why LSU was actually Nick Saban's biggest headache for yeah. quite some time. Yep. Um, it, you're, you're right. You're right. You just beat them at their own game is pretty much what you got to do with against like teams like Nick Saban. Yeah, but it's hard to do because they and have Alabama. like the best athletes. Oh, right. Well, of course. <laughs> um, let's see. Tulane versus Rice. I think this was Tulane's last big challenge. I think they they North Texas last week and in Rice this week um, were their last two big games. Now it's all home free. They they got they they got an easy schedule. They could very well have only one loss by the end of the season. Yeah, and honestly, if a challenge at that, if he, they were up twenty-seven to seven in this game. Right, they let Rice get back into this. Right. Well, no, I'm talking about just like overall, like a, just overall teams. When you look at the rest of their schedule last week, I was looking and like that this was their only the only question mark I had. And like you said, they were beating them soundly. They just let them creep back in. Yeah. Um. My Makai Hughes continues to roll. Love Tulane running backs now, baby. Makai Hughes tracker 23 carries 153 yards baller 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 Love and it, it and this is a guy who replaced tajay spears tajay. last year right i know it, he and tajay spears is actually not bad he's just behind derrick henry that's just the only problem but he's still getting playing time That's he, that shows something with the guy like derrick henry exactly so uh he would i think i'm just saying he would get more if, if derrick henry wasn't playing but congrats, congrats to the green right green wave last thing i have on this um do you know who replaced 
Two guys that play at Rice, JT Daniels and Luke McCaffrey, brother of Christian McCaffrey. Really? Yeah. JT Daniels, you know, uh, world traveler. He's, tra- you know, transferred to six different schools. And then right. Luke McCaffrey, brother of uh, Christian McCaffrey. Interesting. So, fun fact. Christian McCaffrey went to where? Uh, Stanford. Stanford. Gotcha. And then his bro- and then they have another brother, um, Dylan McCaffrey, who started at Michigan but now plays at North Carolina, uh, Colorado. North Carolina. Gotcha. Um, all right, well, let's get to UCLA versus Colorado real quick. Um, is Colorado dead? Um, well, according to Coach Prime, their o-, o line is dead. Oh, their O line is dead. I was about to say because they had no run game. Well, and, and whenever they have no run game and his uh, his son gets sacked seven times, he's going to blame the offense a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you, don't, you, you can't hurt his son. That's no. not good. They got sacked how many times? He got sacked seven times. Seven times. Wow. Jesus. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. You get, you get that much media attention. You got that much media hype. And then, you know, it's like you climb to the top of the mountain and you get thrown off. It's, it's, uh, it's a tough fall. Tough fall. And to add insult to injury, they actually, the Colorado players had jewelry stolen from them in their locker room. Oh. So that was not, that was not good either, which kind of really distracted from the fact that uh, UCLA played a great game. Yeah, I was about to say, we'll give, we'll give credit to Chip Kelly and UCLA because they played really well. They played their asses off. Yeah, they're they're sitting at six and uh, six and two, which is not a bad record. I for for their talent, I don't think that's a bad record. I, I think they, I think Chip Kelly has a uh, a lot of has some recruiting and transfer portaling to do. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm gonna call it, transfer portaling. I, I liked it. I okay. mean, you just could have flowed with that. All right. Yeah, he's got he's got some time. He, he's got some stuff to make up. Like he doesn't have his team yet, but what he's got, he's making lemonade with. I mean, he's it. he's playing some good defensive ball, which is not a signature for Chip Kelly. But, no, no. But a no, signature for that. champions. Yep, yep. Um, but I, I honestly, on my notes, I had himself, like, Chip Kelly's kind of poisoned himself for a, ne- uh, a run next year. He's working with a true freshman quarterback right now. So, you know, maybe the reasons of a little bit of some offensive woes here and there is because because of that. But um, you get some momentum going like a 6-2 and two, uh, season. And that maybe a little bit, you know, further down around ten three, you know nine four season, I, that throws some momentum into uh, next season. Especially because they have, I mean, they'll he'll have the pick of the pickings in L.A. You know, with with USC being kind of down, I think he and him being a great recruiter, he knows the West Coast. Yeah, he'll 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 love his recruits and his transfers because you know who doesn't want to go play in L.A. Um. <clears throat> anyways, let's see. Let's get to Georgia Tech versus UNC. Um. Again, another case of the ACC being overrated. Uh, I, I, Georgia Tech just ran the fucking ball down their throats. Just ran it. That's it. Dante Smith had uh, it was his breakout game. He had twenty two carries, one hundred seventy eight yards, and a touchdown. And yeah, they're not even running the triple option anymore. No, no. I've, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no. Um. Who's what's his name? Brent Key. Brent Key got him got himself a nice little sig- signature win. Yep, yep. Um, I I think it's a mixture of that because I don't want to take any credit away from Georgia Tech, but at the same time UNC keeps shooting themselves in the foot. They really do. I like Mac Brown. He does a he does a, a good job to an extent. Like, yeah, it's just like he just I don't know. Sometimes maybe it's just his team. 
His team just kind of like does it to him. I don't know. It, but maybe it's the Mark Rick effect, you know, that he has. <clears throat> yeah, because he could never do it at, at Texas. I mean, he did bring him to the championship once or twice. Well, no, he won Texas? with Vince. He won with Vince Young. Vince Young. That's right. I keep forgetting he was back that far. Yeah. Vince won. Vince Young won. <laughs> Vince Young won that. Yeah. If you Single-handedly. Watch, go, buy, go back and watch that national championship game. It will be the best national championship game. The third best national championship game you will have ever. Fourth best national championship game you have ever <laughs> seen in your life. <laughs> it, was, it was seriously one of the – a tale of two halves. Dude, the second half, Vince Young literally took over in – that fourth quarter was unreal. It was crazy. Unreal. I, I promise you, go watch it. After you watch the 03 National Championship game, 07 National Championship game, and the 2019 National Championship game. There you go. Then you can watch that one. But anyways, uh, yeah, good job, Georgia Tech. Nice nice win there. Um, let's see. Let's get to the last game I have. Oregon State versus Arizona. Um, dude, Jetfish is just racking up decent wins at Arizona, man. Um, I think... Oregon State, like, they might have been a little bit overrated. I think Jonathan Smith got a little too in over his head up there. Um, being in top 15, I don't know. I don't really – I haven't really watched any of the Oregon State games. Um, so, I don't really know. They don't play, like, flashy ball, but they've, they've, they've been impressive. I mean, they got themselves all the way to number 11. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Arizona, Arizona just came in and just said, we're just going to fuck shit up. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're like – who can I equate them to in the ACC? Like Virginia, almost. I think they're co- they're kind of just coming in with nothing to lose, and like you said, just fucking shit up. I mean, know? they beat they beat Washington State two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and then they had a bye week, and then they played Oregon State this week, and you know, just I mean, ruining their seasons. They played U- USC and Washington both very close. Very those close. Are, those too. are both yes. one score games. You know, and I mean, like, hell, they played Michigan, Mississippi State close. Like, their losses have been one-score losses against top ten teams. Again, two of the three have been top ten teams. Like, I, <clears throat> I like Jed. I like this Arizona team. They're frisky, aka we came here to fuck shit up. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the way. I I would love my team if I had like a young, you know, team like that. Uh, maybe maybe not a young, but like a you know inexperienced team, like just somebody that a team that's not used to winning. Just coming in, fucking shit up. Eric's uh, inexperience is the correct word. I mean, they have the quarterback is Noah Fafita, um, twenty five at thirty two, just two hundred seventy five yards, three touchdowns. True freshman. True freshman is balling out right now. Yep, that is awesome. Oh, I love hearing that. Jed Fish, baby, he's another coach I like. Um, yeah, this is a case of Pac twelve beating up on each other. Welcome to the SEC, brothers. Mm-hmm. This is. I mean, it's kind of funny that this is your last year, but you're making it a good one. You're making, you're making it, it a good one. A yes. good one for us. Okay, yes. I, we love watching this now. I wish you could have done this years ago, but this is fun. This is fun. It's not just the top three Pac-12 teams. It's not just USC and Oregon dominating everything. You know, it's a, it's, it's it's nice. It's cool. They had themselves a last dance. Why? Okay, this just 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 in just breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Why on God's green earth is Ohio State ranked over Georgia? Oh. Ohio State is the number one spot, and Washington is not even in the top four. 
Oh, is that um? It's Ohio State college. Is that the college football playoffs? The bracket. The bracket. So it's Ohio State number one, Georgia number two, Michigan number three, Florida number four, or Florida State number fl- number four, Washington five, Oregon six. Ooh. Why on God's green earth is Florida State ranked higher than Washington? Florida State almost lost to Bowling Green. Yeah, I, I don't have any answers for you. Or was it Bowling Green or Boston College? I think Florida State almost lost to. I think it was Boston College. It was, was it Boston? Either way, it doesn't matter. One, one of the, one of those. Yeah, it was Boston College. Um, yeah, Florida State almost lost to Boston College. Like I don't care if that's a rivalry. It's fucking Boston College. I don't like that. All right. Well, that was disappointing. Um. Anyways, so yeah, Ohio State's number one for some fucking reason. Even though Georgia's been steamrolling. Weird. 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 All right. Let's get to the NFL. Um, Saints versus Colts. This, this is what I had been waiting to see from the Saints. This is what I thought I would see from the beginning of the season. Awesome, awesome, awesome game. Fun offense. Rashid Shaheed needs to be utilized way more. Uh, Taysom Hill. When Taysom Hill, it, the Saints are like seventeen and one when Taysom Hill runs the ball six or seven times. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvin Kamara had. That spunk in him, he he regained that energy that he used to run with. Yeah, yeah. And the Saints were fun to watch. It was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed watching NFL on Sunday. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of thought at the beginning of the game that they were gonna blow it, especially with that early fumble. Fumble, but um, yeah, no, you're you're right. Uh, Pete Carmichael basically just, I guess, came to his senses on what what works and what doesn't, what's our strengths and weaknesses. And basically our offense was Taysom Hill QB power, throw it up to Rashid uh, Shahid, and basically just yeah. uh, run it with Alvin. And it, it, it was fun. He might, I think he just burned his playbooks and just started from scratch. Something um, like that. Because it, it looked nothing like what we had been seeing the rest of the – Now, I will say this. One thing that really, really concerned me was um, Michael, Michael Thomas, is, he's the slant master. Yeah, he is a slant master. And he dropped, like, granted, they weren't the best thrown balls, but two of the slants that he ro- that he ran were hit. He hit him. He got hit in the hands. Yeah, yeah. And he dropped them. Yeah. No, that's concerning to see. I, yeah, I don't know. He maybe just has to brush some rust off, some dirt off on that one. Maybe forget about this game. You just kind of forget it. It was a fun game. Like, I don't. Um, I guess the only thing I have for Colts fans is uh, you got. Anthony Richardson to look forward to. Like, they can always hang their hat on, well, we have our backup in, our starter, Anthony Richardson, our young guy, he's our future, he looked good. So, we have that to look forward to. Yeah, yep. I will say the uh, Rashid uh, Shahid catch slash interception was a game changer. Oh, that was huge. That was a big game changer in this game. And I think it was the right call. I think it was the right call. It was the right call because he made the catch, he came down, he was down, and then the defender pulled the ball out. Yeah, I mean, being a passionate Saints fan, I won't say it the other way, but yeah, it, well, I think no, it was the right it's, call. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. I don't. I, I don't know how else to say this, but yeah, that would have been a huge turning point. That would have been a huge momentum changer, uh, the, especially being in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Would have been massive, but oh man, it was so nice. Now I'm back in. I'm back in. Uh, the Saints are going to win the NFC South, and I think they're going to they're going to go on a roll at the end of the season. So guess what? It's the hot team that wins in the playoffs, brother. You get hot at the end of the season, 
make maybe make a little run, you know, one one game leads to the next, and then next thing you know, you're in the NFC Championship game. And then who knows what happens in the NFC Championship game. There's only one, really one team in the NFC that is, is looking like the dominant team, and that's the Eagles. That's it. The rest of the, like, the Niners are on a three-game losing streak. Like, these, the, the rest of the NFC is not looking that great. Like, the Vikings, they, they were looking hot until Kirk Cousins went down. The Lions don't look as formidable as they used to. Like, these teams are just not looking as good. And I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, and the Eagles may have the brotherly shove, but the Saints, we've got the Taysom Hill QB power. Yeah. And that goes for more yardage. Yes, it does. Every time. And the Cowboys, I'm not even worried about the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to fuck it up. Yeah, they yeah. always do. They always do. Uh, let's see. Nobody in the NFC South. I don't the the NFC West. Seattle, no. Rams suck. Like again, the Niners are going downhill. Um, Arizona. <laughs> Ari- well, yeah. See, I wasn't gonna mention Arizona. The NFC North again. Green Bay sucks. Chicago sucks. Detroit and in, in Minnesota, they don't. You know, it's just I. I Again, the NFC is wide open. The Lions may be just inexperienced on the playoffs, but at the same time, they are playing some ball. Dude, they they look bad against the – obviously look bad against the Ravens, and then they didn't look great last night. Like, they they beat the the Raiders, but the Raiders, dude, Jimmy G is not back. Some people are saying Jimmy G's back. Jimmy G's not back. Not back. There's only two good – players on that Raiders team but he has made a lot of money he's probably just cashing out now cashing out yeah which he should he's made over 120 million dollars yes and banged like 20,000 porn stars yes so good for him you got anything else on the Saints Colts that's it all right let's really quickly get to through the Falcons Titans uh bro Will Levis is here he is here four touchdowns um he I think I have a theory I have a uh just a little theory it's probably not true but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's true I think well that will Levis game single-handedly kept Derrick Henry in Tennessee wow like I think I think the it gave, if if will Levis would have sucked then I think they might have started over mm-hmm. like and just tra- traded Henry but the fact that will Levis had an amazing game, four touchdowns. Uh, he looked competent. He was taking and like these weren't just like rinky-dink touchdowns, like like you know at the at the uh, line of scrimmage. These were like shots downfield touchdowns. Yeah. He he played like a guy expecting to be drafted in the first round, but didn't get drafted in the first round. Correct. Yes, chip on his shoulder type thing. Yes. Um. So yeah, Will Levis is here. I think again. Uh, he also rem- he reminded everybody that hey, DeAndre Hopkins is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like. He's one of the best receivers in the game. Like, throw it to him. Yeah. He had three touchdowns on, like, four catches. Yeah. That's amazing. That's like almost a Randy Moss stat. I mean, he had that one, especially the big touchdown play at the beginning of the game where it could have been maybe offensive pass interference, but he wasn't actually very open. But Will Levis just still threw it up to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to trust your you got to trust your guy. Yeah. Uh, the now the, the Atlanta Falcons they're not great team but their decent defense is decent so he did it against a decent defense. You know. Yeah, I um I wanted to kind of point out that was the big storyline was the Will Levis. I don't know if but this one got a little bit overshadowed but Desmond Ritter got benched in this game. Yeah, he did. He got benched in this game. And uh, was it 8 of 12, 71 yards, no touchdowns, obviously, and five sacks. So, and that is first half stat, uh, stats, so not good at all. Um, a little surprised that they they did not trade for QB um, before the deadline. Will Levis, or uh, Desmond Ritter, um, they didn't, right. I think they're rolling with Taylor Heineke. 
I mean, they they benched him after the first half, and yeah. then they went with Taylor Heineke. Now, like I said, very under-the-radar storyline from that game because of Will Levis's four-touchdown performance. Taylor Heineke didn't – he was 12-21, 175 yards, one touchdown, and he only got sacked once, whereas – Desmond Ritter got sacked five times. Yeah. That ought to tell you something. Yeah, they, they might roll with Heineke the rest of the way. I would if that was them. It means uh, Saints win. Anyways, you got anything else on this? Uh, that's about it. All right, Jets first Giants, really quickly, because the only the only part of this game that matters is the last 24 seconds. Um, This was ugly. The Giants had negative nine net passing yards. Ooh. Say that again. Negative nine net passing yards. Well, that's also because they ran it 36 times with Barkley. Right, right. I understand <laughs> that, but like, neg- again, negative nine passing yards. That has to be a record. It is. I think it is. I think it's, yes, it's the, it's the least since like 1942 or something like that. When I, they I, invented I, the forward pass? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I completely made that up. But um, <clears throat> I don't like net yards, but because I'm just not a big fan of Sacks counting towards passing yards. Mm-hmm. So they had seven actual yards. Mm. Seven. That's wild. Um, the last minute was awesome. The Graham Gano miss. Uh, and then <coughs> Greg the leg came through twice. Twice. Yep. Greg yep. the leg. Still here, baby. Still here. Salah's bald head was shiny. It was very shiny, especially in the rain. There was like, 15 punts in the first half. 15 punts in the first half. That was wild. This was a punt game. This was a very this I think I think Morstead himself had like like ten ten to twelve punts by himself. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. A big big punt, um, big big kicking game. Yeah, kick game. Big kicking game. Um, um yeah, I, it was just ugly battle of the battle of Jersey or whatever it is. Can we say like everything that was kind of going right for New, uh, the New York Giants last year is kind of going wrong this year? Yeah. Dude, it is bad. It's a bad situation. Now, granted, they did have Devito playing, so like we can't. They the Danny Devito? No, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> um, they had Tommy Devito and Tyrod Taylor. Ah, like, I you can't really say too too much, but they did complete a total of six passes, so that's pretty bad. Yeah. Saquon Barkley though, thirty six rush attempts, one hundred twenty eight yards. Um, yeah, he uh, he. About the only player on that team. Yeah, they're just gonna wear him out already after mid, uh, you know, mid year. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, that was it was just an ugly game. Jets end up winning though. Let's see, real quick. Texans, Panthers. Congratulations, Panthers. Um, I wouldn't freak out if I was the Texans. They're a young team, first year, rookie quarterback, rookie coach. It'll get better. It'll get better. Um, but yeah, the Carolina Panthers won a game. They. Uh, it's hard to go. Oh, like completely defeated, like going zero and sixteen, like the Detroit Lions and the the Cleveland Browns did. Yeah, that's kind of. I'm almost, I'm almost impressed. Yeah, it, it is tough that. to do. I'm almost impressed. But I'll, I will say, I, I am a big. I'm kind of a big fan of Bryce Young. I liked him at Alabama, even though I hated him at Alabama. I see, I, I, don't, I don't. But I I like how I like how he plays, even though he's just he really doesn't have the size for the NFL. But um. I don't know. I, I think this this losing and this adversity will be kind of reminiscent of like the Peyton Manning um, INT record for a rookie season. Um, just something that you can kind of le- learn off of and gets yourself better. Yeah, well, the, not having a first-round pick next year is going to suck. It will suck. Watching the Bears pick the number one pick because because you sucked so bad last year is going to suck. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be the worst. 
Uh, but yeah, anyways, that's all I wanted to say. Um, Chiefs Broncos. I don't know what to think. Like, are the Broncos good? Uh, are, the, are the Chiefs mid? I got this one. I'll put my notes down as divisional rivalry. Throw everything out the window. No, no, because the, the Broncos have not beaten the Chiefs in the last, like, 16 games. You still have to. It's the, still a division rivalry. It's 16 games, dude. I I don't think this is the same Broncos team that gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. I really don't. I think it's a completely different team. I think they've they've actually they've made adjustments. Sean Payton's not an idiot. He's not an idiot. He's a, he's a very good coach. He's a smart guy. I think he's finally making adjustments. I don't think Russell Wilson's... Where he, where Peyton wants his quarterback to be, like talent wise, I think Wilson's just a little washed up. I think they grossly overpaid for him, um, but I think his team's like starting to round into somewhat of form. I mean, the offense actually has been making progressions. It's been overshadowed by the losses this year because the defense is so fucking and bad. the defense is so bad. But Vance Joseph might have saved his job holding the Chiefs to the uh, nine points this, uh, right. this week. I mean, if you do, I, this was very weird. But before this week, if you looked at the stats, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes had very similar stats. Yeah, no, like like I said, Sean Payton's actually gotten the offense doing decent. Yeah. Um, Cortland Sutton, actually, fantasy-wise, I know this isn't really a fantasy podcast, but fantasy-wise, actually is doing really, really well. Yeah, he really is. Um, Jerry Judy, though, I think he's just got an attitude problem. Um, yeah, and he also just got knocked down by Steve Smith. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got put in a body bag by Steve Smith. Yeah. He is no longer alive. Um, the <laughs> I will say this. The Broncos trolling jobs are are elite right now just playing taylor swift as they're walking off after a loss to the kid like after did you see that they played shake it off oh yeah after the loss i think that i think they should have said we are we are i, sh- I think they should have played we will never ever or actually they should have played bad blood bad blood yeah yep that Baby, probably now we been got good. bad blood yeah that would have they that was a miss oh they should have played bad blood but it was still awesome they trolled the the chiefs <laughs> by playing Taylor Swift at the end of the game after they lost. Right. Um, but should the Chiefs fans be worried? Uh, I guess no, when you got, they, they when you do got, this from time to time. Yeah, when you got Patrick Mahomes, you should never be worried. You never are worried. No. You got anything else on this game? Um, I think these guys played like three, um, two out of the last three weeks. If I was, if I remember correctly. What do you mean? So yeah, so basically week six they played each other, and week eight they played each other. And I was gonna kind of get your opinion on like what you th- thought about that because they they've been doing that with divisional rivalries lately. Is sometimes playing them like really really close. I like it whenever it's at the end of the season. When it's at this end of the season. Yes, I would rather it be at the end of the season. if you're gonna play them in the middle of the season. I think they want I'm gonna spread apart. But if they're gonna be close, I think it should be at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a lo- lot more suspense, uh, especially like if they're both fighting for division. Yeah, I, that's why I, I agree with you on that. It's especially like at the end of the season, they're usually fighting for the divisional uh, race. Yeah, and, that, I, and that's why I love having a division game at the end of the season. Like you, yeah. you never know. You never know if they're going to be like because there's there's m- many times where like that game, like like last year, Detroit in in Green Bay, 
Green Bay had to. That was a game Green Bay needed to win to get into the playoffs. Yep. And they lost. Like, yeah, and and that's the thing too is if it's just a random team and they don't have a shot for the playoffs, a lot of times they just give up. They're not going to really do. They're going to play some, um, you know, some subs. They they're right. going to play their second string just try to see what they have in their arsenal. But if it's a divisional rivalry, they're going to be like, no, we don't want to see you win. Yeah, fuck them. But uh, you got anything else? That's it. Okay. Uh, let's see. The the last game I wanted to talk about was the Bengals versus the 49ers. Um, is it panic time for the Niners? I know they just got Chase Young. Um, but I don't know, dude. They, I think they, the they've, Chase, lost, they've lost three in a row. I think the Chase Young was a sign that they are panicking. They are panicking. That yes. was a panic. That was a panic move. Panic trade. Um. Dude, the pet, the Bengals are they're, they're on a roll. Okay, they 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 take they take forever to get started. It seems like each year they get they take longer and longer to get started. But the Bengals the Bengals are here. They're they're four and three. They they're on a little bit of a uh, of a hot streak. Um, they won their last three games. Granted, two of them were from Arizona, but they beat they beat San Francisco and they got Buffalo next week. If they can win, beat Buffalo, they got Houston, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. They do have some. They have some games, but they they can win these games. I I thought these teams were both a tale of two halves type of thing. So basically, you had like you said, Bengals started off slow. San Fran started off hot, and now it seems to be reverse. Burrow seems to be red hot. Brock seems to be cold. Yep. Um, and then basically the San Fran defense was supposed to be like strong point, kind of been wearing off. Bengals started off kind of slow defensively, now coming back together. Um, it wasn't really supposed to be a uh, strong point of their team. Um, so, yeah. The, the Bengals' defense last year wasn't bad. They were, they were pretty good, Yeah, but actually. they lost some pieces for they this did. year. Yeah, um, they've lost Von Bell. They lost um, They lost both of their safeties, starting safeties. I right. forgot the other one, but... Um, but yeah, to your point, Burrow, Burrow's looking good. He's on a roll. He was he's tw- hot. twenty-eight of thirty-two for two hundred eighty-three yards and three touchdowns. Yes, he's 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 there, and he doesn't look injured. He he, you can tell like the, comp- today or I'm sorry, Sunday compared to previous weeks. Mm-hmm. You could tell he's he's playing different. He's playing with more confidence. He's playing like he's not nursing a leg injury. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, Chase is still open. Oh, Chase is still wide open. He had 10 catches on 12 targets for 100 yards and a touchdown. Yep, yep. He's a big part of the offense. Uh, Debo Samuel, big part of the offense, but big part of it without uh, when he's not there, too. Right, right. You can feel it when he's not there. Yes. Um, so, again, the tale of two tale of two uh, teams right now. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else on this one? Um, that's about it. Okay. All right, let's get to the trades. We had a couple of trades. Um NFL trades. Let's let's specify because we got another trade coming up in the NBA. Um, NFL trades. Uh, Fontes Sweat. Amontes Sweat. Yeah, Sweat to the um to the Bears. Why? <laughs> why why are the Bears buyers right now? I I'm not I'm not sure. Like Washington's obviously cleaning house. Well, that's another story that we can get to with another trade. But um, yeah. I, why? What are you trying to make a push for? I don't know if Bears are like they're they're thinking that they're gonna get these two draft first round draft picks, but they they traded away the second round draft pick. I, I don't. It, oh, it doesn't make any sense. They traded away their second round draft pick. They're gonna have two first round draft picks. Are, are they rebuilding? Are they stocking up? What, like, what are they doing? Might be a sign that they're keeping that they're keeping Justin Justin Fields. Fields. Trade the first pick. Oh man. If they trade the first pick, you still have a number two pick. 
Or you trade the second pick. Or you trade the second pick. Well, if they you don't, don't, if they, well, you don't trade. I don't know who's going to be the first pick this this year. Like Caleb, Caleb Williams will be the first pick. Why though? He looks terrible. And eh, he'll be the first pick. He does. Is it a Tua thing? Like if Joe Burrow hadn't like just broken out and done that, Tua would have been the the first. He would have been the first pick. I I don't know why though. It just uh, he doesn't look very. It's is it what he did last year? I mean, unless you're going, unless maybe they say like Penix does has a year, has, well, has I that mean, year. Well, well Jaden Daniels is having a fucking year. That's Jayden, who's having a fucking year. He's I having a year. Yeah, I don't know what this. He just doesn't get talked about because LSU has two losses. That's it. He's he's the best quarterback in the nation right now. We're on the best offense in the nation right now, and we've played decent teams. It's not like we play cupcakes. Yeah. So like, fuck off. Anyways, uh. Let's see. Sweats. So yeah, very confusing. Very confusing. Yeah, I don't know why bears are buyers. Um, Chase Young to the Forty ers Like we alluded to earlier, is it was this a panic trade? Uh no, Washington, Washington cleaning house. Yeah, but like for the Forty Nine ers For the Forty ers Yes, panic trade. Panic trade. Um, still got him pretty dirt cheap. Yeah, he did. They did. Uh, I he, and dude, Bosa and Young. On either side of the D line, that's it's ridiculous. The Ra- the Forty Nine ers are turning into the 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 L A Rams of twenty twenty. A little pretty, bit. That's pretty much what they're turning into. They just got fucking studs all over the place. Um, they just need a quarterback, and I don't think Brock Purdy is it. Yeah, but no, Chase Young is the perfect trade target because obviously he's very low value right now. But at the same time, he hasn't been playing like superbly. He's been he's, but he still has a massive amount of talent. So San Fran definitely. Good trade target, buy him low, and see if you can kind of rejuvenate him at San uh, San Francisco with a different defense, also playing alongside, you know, Nick Bosa. Yep. So, I like it. Yep. Um, let's see, we got Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. It's just, that that sucks. That's, Why? That's kind of, well, no, it's just, it's sad. <laughs> it kind of is sad. I it's guess sad. they have to trade just to have a quarterback. Just to get a quarterback, I know. But, like, their season was going so well. Like, Kirk Cousins was doing very, very well. They were winning games without Justin Jefferson. Like, this was just like a, it was just such a sad trade. Yep, yep. Um, And let's see, the last one, playoff Lenny is in Buffalo. Signed with the Buffalo Bills. I don't know how that's going to go. Eh, I mean, I, I don't for, think for, it's. For my boy, playoff Lenny, I, th- I hope he, he does well. Yeah, but I, in the grand scheme of it all, I maybe they just want a little thunder to James Cook's lightning. Well, I think they just want a red zone running back. Yeah, if I'm being honest, like James Cook, he's used a lot in between the twenties, like he like in the middle of the field, mostly in the red zone. They don't really use him too too much. That's where that's where Leonard Fournette comes in. Yeah, because they've been using Latavius Murray, but mm-hmm. um, Leonard Fournette's a little bit of a bigger back. Yeah, yeah, ground and pound. Um, let's see. You got anything else on the show with those trades? That's it. All right. Uh, MLB, the playoffs, or the World Series is happening. Rangers are up 2-1. Yeah, but nobody really gives a shit. And low ratings. Yeah. Low not, ratings not, this not year. Not great. Not great. Whenever I'm at the at the bar and people are preferring to put on the Pelicans in the Monday night football game over the World Series. Mm, a little tough. Stings. Stings. But, yeah, th- those are happening. Rangers are up 2-1. Got a game tonight. Um, that's all I had on that, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. All right. Uh, NBA. Let's get to the NBA. NBA has started. First week is done. This is great because we already have a nice James Harden trade. Um, the it, it is fun. It is kind of cool sometimes to see the NBA trump the uh, NFL. 
in that they kind of stole the trade deadline away from the NFL with this James Harden trade. Yeah, a little bit. But the NBA also is very – I feel like it's way more prevalent with trades rather than the uh, – Oh, yeah. The NBA offseason, to me, is more fun than the fucking season itself. Yeah. Like, most of the season. I get, I get it, like, when you get closer to the playoffs, that's when the games get juicy, and then the playoffs are awesome. Mm-hmm. But, it, honestly, the playoffs sometimes suck. Like, the, the, the series are sometimes not even that great. It's The off, it, the NBA offseason is, is better than the season. I'll say it. There you go. That's I have, pretty crazy. I, it's more entertaining for me that than the actual season. The uh, the hype machine is real in the uh, oh, NBA offseason. So, it's so hot. It's so hot. So hot. Uh, the Clippers look silly. They look silly. Do, have you seen their lineup? Well, they... I, I think they got hit in the head and think they're in 2017. I think so, too. They they think they're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they pulled the, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Danny DeVito falls out of the window and goes back to 2006. Yeah. I think every Clipper just fell out the window and went back to 2017. Um, it is kind of funny though. James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, um, and Russell Russell, West- w- Russell Westbrook, they're all in their last year yeah. of their contract. <clears throat> and you want to talk about a toxic locker room. Yeah. Very. Here's my theory. I think it's going to have an, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think it's going to be so toxic. All of them are so fucking toxic that it's actually, they're actually going to mesh. Really? Yeah, I'm going to zig while everybody zags okay. on this one. I think it's actually going to be productive for them. All of them being so goddamn toxic that they're just going to like group together and be like, all right, we're all really, really big pieces of shit that like to fuck shit up. They might actually work. Interesting, interesting. And in, in no way, shape, or form, you know, a team assembled of the greatest bench warmers for no fucking reason ever um is going to they're just going to come together and mm-hmm. win a championship. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm going to zig while everybody zags on this one. Okay. It's not it does like on paper this looks like the worst fucking environment of any any situation ever. But I think Ty Lue might be the glue guy. He's the glue guy. He's the glue guy. Okay. I think he's he's like he's one of those coaches you can't have a alpha coach on a superstar studded team. You have to have a beta bitch. On a superstar-studded team. I was about to say, the guy that got stepped all over by LeBron James. Yes, yes. You have to have somebody who can be stepped on. Okay. And he, he is he is more stepped on than co- than our cocaine around here. Okay. Or more stepped on than Allen Iverson stepping on over him. Yes, yes. Oh, he, he's been stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's just been stepped on. He just like. gets stepped on. It's just his, it's, that's, that's his identity. He yeah. just gets stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. And you know if this all goes wrong, which more than likely it will, yeah. he's going to be the fall guy. Yeah. He's just going to take it all, and then he's going to get fired. Poor Ty Lue. I know, man. I, I, I'm I a mean, big Ty Lue fan now. I, I was yeah. not a big fan whenever he was in Cleveland, but no, I'm, me, I'm a big neither. Ty Lue fan now. Because I, I don't really think he's that great of a coach. But like I said, I think that like with these toxic superstar types of guys, you got to have a glue guy like Ty Lue who – is okay. He was willing to get stepped on. Ooh. Yeah, he's not going to get his ego hurt whenever they're, you know, doing their Do, petty little. You yeah, know. doing their thing. Yeah. So hey, I again, I'm big. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a Clippers guy. I'm, I mean, like Pelican, right. Pelicans are my team, but I'm rooting for this. Yeah, I'm rooting for. I have convinced myself in the la- here in the last five minutes to root for the Clippers. They're your side team. My side team. Yeah. Um. Let's see. That was good. You have anything else on that trade? Because I mean, they got they got a bunch of like the the um the seventy sixers just got a bunch of 
random ass players. Yeah, random ass players, some picks as well. They actually got quite a bit of uh, they got, picks yeah, on there. Yeah, they did there. get a few picks. But um, but yeah, no, I just I thought it was pick swap was in there. Yeah, there was a pick couple uh pick swap. Also, OKC ended up getting in there somehow. Yeah, um, uh, with a pick swap. But yeah, no, I just thought it was funny that like basically Clippers traded off like their entire bench and they're just gonna reta- uh, replace their entire bench with PJ Tucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like basically, PJ Tucker is just gonna come in as the bench. Yep. I mean, that's shit. That's all I really need. So <laughs> I mean, um, I do love. I do kind of like PJ Tucker. Though. I like him. He's a he's a dog. Yeah, he is a team. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, yeah. So like you said, the NBA started. We're we're big Pelicans fans, so we're gonna talk about the Pelicans week in week out. Usually, um, nice little start. Yeah. I will say this: last night against the Warriors. They're, um, I don't really count. I, I throw the tape out on this one because when, when Steph Curry is, is when Chef Curry is, uh, cooking shit up like this, it's, you can't beat the Warriors. Yeah. He scored 42 points in 30 minutes. That's, that's ridiculous. It's, I mean, look, let's put it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It mm. really is. And like, you, you just, there's nothing like Steph Curry ever in the history of the game. And I'm talking about this is I've seen Reggie Miller play. I've seen Ray Allen play. I've seen all these great shooters play. There's nothing like Chef Curry, especially when he's cooking like that. So with that game last night, I, I kind of write it off. I write it off as like, a, you know, it's a business expense. Well, Brandon Ingram was also out that game with knee soreness. So, like, I mean, you got to take that in consideration right. a little bit too. But, yeah, but Clay and Draymond were also out. Right, right. So, like, when again, when Chef's cooking – you, you just write it off. You just write it's it off. It's a business expense. Yep. So, I will um, say for the undefeated tr- uh, tracker, we've got Boston three and zero, Denver four and zero, and Dallas three and zero. The only remaining undefeated teams. Denver's gonna win it all again. Denver again. This is a, it's a dynasty. Um, Nikola Jokic is is still he's only twenty eight years old. I I think he's got a solid five years of really good basketball left in him. Still doesn't care about basketball. And he doesn't give a shit. I think that might be the key. That might be the key. Don't give a fuck about basketball. It's like how you pick up girls. You just don't give a shit. You don't try, and then you actually get them. I could not have said it better. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Just don't give a shit about basketball, and you'll be good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. Well, we're hitting the hour, Mark. You got anything else? I think that's about it. All right. We'll see you all next week. Love you all. Later. On today's JMO and Josh and Joe, we have Spooky Season is officially here. Spooky Day. Happy Halloween. Spooky Scary. Spooky Scary. We have a uh, a scary slate of college football because it sucked. Yeah. Yep, it, was yep. not, it was not very fun. Um, we did have a couple of couple of upsets. We had a, we had a decent bit to talk about, but mm-hmm. overall college football was was a little slow. A little slow. Um, we vamp it up a little bit when we get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Fucking go Saints! Let's fucking go. Who that? Who that? Um, it, another thing we had the trade deadline. Trade that de- trade deadline was today. We had a couple of interest interesting trades that we talk about. Had some good trades. Had some good trades. Um, we briefly briefly talk about the MLB World Series, which um I had to remind myself and ever, and others that it is going on right now. We probably will remind listeners that it's going on, and I'm gonna probably have to remind myself uh next week that it is going on if it is still going on. Yeah. Um. And then we end off with some NBA talk. NBA is 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 in full force. In full force. There's a great trade, and we talk a little bit about some of the some of the really good teams. And as always, we talk about New Orleans sports. So go Pelicans! All right, let's rock and roll. <laughs> 